Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success, soon to be speaking to empower. Well, actually is that now, but you know, a name's a name. And I'm here to bring you another podcast from Marketing Motivation. And I'm hoping to instill the motivation to all of you to move forward with whatever projects you have going on or relationships you want to establish or repair or just to make things a little bit better in life. I think I have some of the potion that you need. So having said that, I woke up on Saturday morning and I said, you know what, let me go over a couple of homilies that I had missed that morning. And basically this came came right at me. Having love or admiration of someone or something above God. That's pretty much the definition of idolatry. And are we guilty of this in our own lives? Whether it be the consumption we have with television programs, Podcasts, I know you folks are devourers when it comes to my podcast. You, you know, you eat it right up. And there are a lot of um, idolatries. I'm not just talking about the Brady Bunch wooden idols that they found in Hawaii. I'd be curious to know how many people know what I'm talking about. But idolatry can be in a lot of forms. And if we don't have a balance, and if we don't have God first in our lives, I really think that helps, uh, that, that starts to make things go uh, helter-skelter. And a lot of my non-believing atheistic friends out there may agree to a certain point. Um, I think they know there needs to be balance. Their, their God may be something different than what my God is, which in my opinion, is perfectly fine at this point. Um, you know, I, I have no major issue with that. Uh, once we can establish some type of a relationship, we can perhaps decide on, on what makes, makes sense for someone's individual life. But without getting into a big um, theological discussion, I came across this story. Uh, a man made a promise to himself to be less selfish with his family and to be more selfless. And he said this at a time when he was driving out to the family vacation to meet them uh, because he could only take a couple weeks and they were there for a month. He was too 
preoccupied with his work that he loved so much. So he met his family on this two-week vacation that was on the beach. He soon realized that love as well as life was a decision because it was very difficult to be more selfless. Children wanting to build sandcastles, play in the sand, beach volleyball, you name it. Uh, even his wife wanted to go for a walk after he was just about to collapse on a beach chair. Thought better of it, knew that she's been with them for the previous two weeks, so he decided to go for a walk with his wife. And he said nice things to his wife, how she looked, how he felt, and she was um, very flattered, but also a bit bewildered. You know, his wife was really perplexed by the positive change. And when his actions and nurturing attitude carried over from the vacation, she actually began to worry. And in bed one evening, she began to cry. And she asked her husband if he had received word on her recent lab results. She thought she was dying. She asked her husband point blank if she was dying. And he turned to her with tears in his eyes that said, you're not dying. I just started living. When will we start living and how? I thought that was a very touching story that covered some great content. The insight of the day for Sunday, education is the most powerful weapon which you can use to change the world. And that was said by Nelson Mandela. And he's not only referring to formal education, but true personal development education. Even a blind man knows that he is in the presence of a great light. Not so much by sight, obviously, but by feeling. And that feeling can be physical, and that feeling can be emotional. Just like he stepped outside into the bright sunlight. He can feel it, and he can also feel it. And uh, Bishop Sheen had a couple good quotes here. Unless there is a good Friday in your life, there can be no Easter Sunday. 
In other words, you cannot truly succeed without suffering of some sort. You must remember to love people and use things rather than love things and use people. And how true that is. Today's homily by Father Ray I missed because my wife uh, woke up sick. She asked me to come home from the gym. She got the booster shot yesterday. I guess she got a little under the weather. And she's still feeling nauseous as well as a terrible headache. And I hated the headache part when I had COVID. It was, it was awful. But anyhow, Father Ray said, every single life is irreplaceable. Whether your work life, your family life, the life you have with your friends and associations, it all matters. Even the life in the womb. And I said, wow, that is pretty delicate, you know, but it's, it's true. And Darren Hardy today in his uh, final Darren Daily email on the 22 lessons leading into 2022 Today is the last lesson. And he says, everything costs you. Most things cost too much. And lesson number 22 was his one word or strategy for 2022. One year and one word for the year. Darren Hardy's word is leverage. The use of something small to gain a very high return. Small resources to gain something more. The objective is to turn the word into action. And there's 10 things that he wanted leverage on this year or he wants leverage on this year. People, they will help you gain leverage and success bar none. Goals, goals that move the needle and no more than three max per year. But they are banner goals that encompass all areas of your life. The third one that he wants to leverage is projects. FEP, fast, easy, profitable, and done with excellence. Relationships, focus on the few and invest intently. Fitness, focus on the few to make you feel better and healthy. Diet, focus on the few principles and stick to them. Folks, don't focus on what you can't or won't eat. Focus on what you will eat. You know that straw that's in the backyard and that tofu in the back of the fridge? <laughs> that, focus on that. But in all seriousness, get a, a great diet of things that you like and that are good for you. 
And number seven, Darren wants to leverage environments, have a healthy environment, radically optimize your environments. Number eight is learning, training programs that matter, doing what you already know. Number nine is moo, like a car, I mean like a car, like a cow, stands for methods of operation, you know, our routines, and be vigilant with them. And finally, number 10, that wants to be leveraged is self-care. Don't neglect your body and overall health. As Jim Rohn put it best, there's nothing worse than a capable mind but an incapable body. In today's insight of the day, never succumb to temptation of bitterness. That's a good one. And the life we are all called to live is currently within us. It may just need some refining. But just know, wherever you want to go in life, whatever you want to do, it's already within us. Matthew Kelly says, excuse me, the most important thing we can ingrain in ourselves, our children, and everyone else is the love of education, the love of learning. If you have a love of learning, there's no doubt in my mind that you will not be successful. And Brian Schutz says, live life less out of habit and more out of intent. That's a great one because don't we tend to sleepwalk through life at times? And we are not permitted to choose the frame of our destiny, but what we put into ours. And, in other words, we can't choose our parents, but we can choose how we treat our parents and how we can be grateful to our parents or anyone else. So, that was today's session. It has a lot of good nuggets. I expect you to go through this, rewind it four or five times so you come up with some good ones. And I plan on checking in with you folks tomorrow. In the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.